What is up, everybody? I'm Dixie, coming at you, and welcome to Let's Talk About Jesus. You already know the drill. Before we get this whole thing started, let us pray. Dear Lord, I just want to thank you so much for allowing us to come back today, Lord, just to get to know more about you and also the great women of the Bible. Thank you so much for saving my soul and for all your many blessings, big and small. Lord, I pray that we are able to understand what's being said today and that we're able to put what we learned today out in perspective in our lives and we are able to obtain what's being said. Lord, I just pray that you help me um, understand what's also being said today as I read it and that I'm able to put the words in understanding so I'm able to understand it, but the people listening are able to understand it. Lord, again, I love you and I thank you for allowing us to have the freedom to come out and to worship you and to just pray and get to know about more about you, Lord. But again, Lord, I love you and I thank you. In your dear, most kind, gracious, heavenly name, amen. What is up, cool cats? And welcome back to Let's Talk About Jesus and, of course, the great women of the Bible. If you have not checked out my other two podcasts, um, definitely go check them out before you listen to this one or if you just don't want to listen to the other two and just start on this one, whatever floats your boat. But we started off with Eve, and she was the first woman of the Bible, so, of course, we needed to start off with her. And then we talked about Sarah. And then today, we're going to talk about Miriam. So, like I said, these are going to be pretty lengthy scriptures, so I'm going to go ahead and let you get your Bible, if you're able to get your Bible. And we're going to be in Exodus 2, 1 through 10, and then we're going to flip to Exodus 15, 1 through 21. So, let's get to it. Okay, so scripture, Exodus 2, 1 through 10 says, And there went a man of the house of Levi, and took to a wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son, and when she saw him, that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes, and dubbed it with slime and with pitch, and put the child therein, and laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar to wit what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. She had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go, and the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me. I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son and she called his name Moses she said because I drew him out of the water okay so now we're going to go to um, Exodus 15 and we're going to read 1 through 21 all right so scripture says then sang Moses and the children of Israel the song unto the Lord and spake saying I will sing unto the Lord for he hath triumphed gloriously the horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God. I will prepare him in habitation, my Father's God. I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts 
hath he cast into the sea, he chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them, they sank into the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. Y'all, please bear with me. There is a lot of tongue twisters. But anyways, uh, verse 8. And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as an heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind, the sea covered them, they sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Thou stretchedest out thy hand, right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people, which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto the holy habitation. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold in the inhabitations of Palestina. Then in dukes of Edom shall be amazed the mighty men of Moab. Trembling shall take hold upon them, and the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them by the greatness of thine arm. They shall be as still as a stone till thy people pass over. O Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased, thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee and dwell in. In the sanctuary, O Lord, which thou hast, wait, which thou hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever, for the horse of Pharaoh went in with his chariots and with his horsemen into the sea. And the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. And Miriam, the prophetess, I don't know how to say that, the sister of Arian, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. And 21 says, And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Super sorry for all of the tongue twisters. But anyways, let's get into knowing more about our girl Miriam. So there is a lot to know who Miriam is before we actually get into her accomplishments, her strengths and weaknesses and her life lessons. So let's go ahead and do it so we don't make this thing as long as it's already going to be. But anyway, so who is Miriam? Miriam is Moses' sister. And to be completely honest... I never really knew much about Miriam until I did my study today. When I was young and stuff, I learned a lot about Moses. I learned a lot about his story and what he did and what he was called to do, but I never knew much about his siblings. All I knew was Miriam and Aaron was Moses' siblings. I never knew much about them. So, Miriam appears first in Exodus 2-4 when she's watching her mother 
uh, put Moses in the basket and floating down the Nile River. Um, and why Josh, Joshabed, I don't know how you say their mother's name. I'm just going to call her Jay. Um, the reason why their mother put uh, Moses in the basket and floated him down the river, it was to escape Pharaoh's um, order to kill all newborn male Jewish children. Um, I, I think the reason why Pharaoh did this is because he didn't want these these newborns to grow up and eventually become more powerful than him so that's why he had them killed um but i'm just going to put this out there their mother moses's and aaron's and um miriam's their mother in my opinion was strong and a powerful woman and courageous she because I just don't think no mother today could put their baby, well, actually, I think maybe they would to protect their child, but it would be very hard to put your baby in a basket in a river, Nile River at that, and let them float down the river. You don't know where this baby was going to go. You just, you were, you were putting all your faith in God that he would protect your child and get them somewhere safely. And I really want to say that's what their mother did. They prayed over Moses. She prayed over Moses. And she asked God to, hey, protect him and please get him somewhere safely. You do not. She did not know what was in that river. She did. She knew there was probably some alligators and some big snakes like those anacondas. But she didn't know what was going to happen to him. So to me, she was a strong. She was a powerful. She was a courageous woman. Because to me, I just think it would be super hard for me to just put my child in a basket and let him float down the river i mean she did hide him for three months like go her like applause goes to you but she was a strong woman and i believe every woman would do everything every mother would do everything they could to protect their child but that's that's whoa like girl you really put him in the river the nile river but anyways so when miriam approached pharaoh's daughter who found the baby she offered her own mother and Moses' mother, too, as a nurse for Moses. So, Miriam was like, hey, can our mother nurture him as he gets older, but you take care of him, if that makes sense. So, just so he could still be protected and stuff. Like, So, I think that was a great idea. I think that was an awesome idea because their mother still got to be part of Moses' life. And I find that very sweet, and I find that very encouraging. Um, so, Miriam was not mentioned anymore until after the Hebrews had crossed the Red Sea and after the Egyptians were killed when the walls of the Red Sea, when it was departed, fell upon the Egyptians. Um, and when she was mentioned... It was when she got her timbrel, which is an instrument, and I don't even know if I'm saying that right, and she led the women in a song and dance of victory. I really wish I was there to have seen how happy and victorious they felt, like I w- or how they were. like Just to know that God saved you from the Egyptians or these mean people who had been treating you like slaves, 
I really wish I was there to have seen that. And I personally wish I was there to have crossed that Red Sea with them. I wanted to know what that looked like. I really wanted to see what that was like. Going through the sea, dry land, and a path, and your walls are water. I want to know if you could see, like, some sharks and whales and fish. Like, that, to me, is cool. That is awesome. Like, God really pulled some cool stuff back then. And I really wish I was there to see it. Maybe he's got, like, a gallery in heaven. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, the words of Miriam's song are actually among the oldest poetic lines in the Bible. And you can find that out in 1521. That is so cool. That is so awesome. The fact that she holds the oldest poetic lines in the Bible. Pretty cool to me. Think that's cool and like go miriam oh and by the way if you have not watched the prince of egypt it is actually based on the story of moses and it eventually because i'm fixing to get to a point that talks about both miriam and aaron and there are some stuff in that m movie that are like kind of like flipped from the bible but it is such a good movie y'all i did cry a couple of times in that movie but that's okay that's okay it's okay to get emotional but definitely recommend you to watch that movie it is the prince of egypt it's from it was made in 1998 and it's a cartoon but y'all it's good it's really good but anyways so eventually Miriam's position as a prophet went to her head and both of Moses' siblings, Aaron and Miriam, complained about Moses' wife, which was Zipporah, and they rebelled against their brother. Miriam's real problem was jealousy. I And of course, I know Aaron, Aaron had jealousy as well because they both, I'm pretty sure... They were like, how come God actually got to talk to you? They believe only God talked to Moses. Um, I, when I was doing my research, it did say that God told them in their dreams and visions what he was going to do. I don't, I don't really know. That's from research. But you can read more Numbers 12.2. Um, God rebuked them and told them in their dreams and visions what he was going to do but God actually talked to Moses face to face I think that's cool how God just came to Moses like hey bro you the man right now and um I'm pretty sure there was a fiery bush that I'm pretty sure this is what that's rephrasing to maybe but anyways that's from research that I because there was a lot of stuff in my study bible that wasn't making sense so i had to do some research but of course god will forever have the last laugh he will forever have the last word um when miriam and them went against god okay so here's the thing they went against moses and moses had a calling from god that he was obeying so, with them going against Moses, they also went against God. And you do not want to go against God. Uh, so, eventually, after that, God struck Miriam with leprosy. And if you don't know what leprosy is, it's a chronic, progressive bacterial infection. It affects the nerves of the extremities, the skin, the lining of the nose, and the upper respiratory tract. Um, 
y'all god was serious back then you can tell there's like a difference from the old testament and the new testament god was a bad man he was not playing back then like if you really went against him like of course yesterday he gives us butt whoopings but it is not like what he did back then just imagine like okay you you went against me then i'm going to give you lepers like y'all god was not playing he was not playing and he isn't he doesn't play today but when i looked up pictures of leprosy i really don't want that <laughs> it's just it looks painful it looks painful and leprosy was actually like extremely contagious so my aunt betty told me one time like people back then if you got leprosy they put you on an island and they let you stay there to die like that's how back it was and there was no cure for it and i don't know if there's a cure for leprosy today but i'm just saying i still don't want it but with Aaron pleading to Moses and Moses pleading to God. Miriam's life was actually spared from the disease. Um, but after God spared her life and stuff, she still had to stay out of the camp for seven days because she was still probably contaminated. And but she had to be clean. Like she had to, she had to get clean. So she had to wait seven days. But anyways, so after the Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years, Miriam actually died and was buried in Kadesh in the desert of Zen. Now, let's get into this girl's accomplishments. Okay, so one, she served as a prophet of God. Um, she spoke his word as he instructed, and she was also the first of many musical women in the Bible. Um, it's an honor to be called to god to do spread his word and of course as a christian i believe that actually i don't believe i know that's our that's our job we are to go out and we are to tell everybody about the word of god and who god is and how to be saved and of course that's through his son jesus um it's an honor to serve as a prophet of god the fact that he will call you like it's an honor to be called a prophet of God. So I'm going to put there. Like she had an she had an honorary title. Um I see some obedience that she spoke his word when he instructed it. And she was also the first of many musical women in the Bible. I think that's cool and I think it's beautiful if you have an instrument or musical talent like that is a blessing from God, and never take that lightly. I was not blessed in that department, but <laughs> I still sing for the Lord, though, even though it may sound rusty. But anyways, so um, her strengths was she had a strong personality in an age when women were not considered leaders. Um, people back then saw women as only housemaids and just people who women who were only supposed to, women were only supposed to stay at the house and take care of the house and the children and cook food that's how people saw women back then and of course eventually as ages got up they had that women's right movement kind of thing but we're not gonna talk about that 
<coughs> oh, I'm very thankful for women's rights. But I do believe if you were a strong and I believe if you're a strong and a woman who is for God, you should definitely be a leader and you're worthy of a leader. If that is God's calling for you, um, as a Christian, we are to be leaders. But the fact that she actually was considered a leader back in that age, it's pretty cool because women were not considered leaders, like I just said. Uh, so, no doubt she supported her brothers Moses and Aaron while in the desert. Yes! They may have had their little moment, but we all have our moments with our siblings. I support my siblings. Yes, there are some things that they may do that I don't do or I do that they don't do, but we support each other through everything. Um, so... Even as a youngster or young girl, she was a quick thinker. Her nimble mind and protective nature quickly devised a brilliant plan that made it possible for Moses to be raised by his own mother. Like I said in the very beginning, Miriam had an awesome plan to let Pharaoh's, to know, to let Moses' mama still be part of his life. Even though, to me, I feel like that was just a little dangerous and stuff, but with pharaoh's daughter being involved and stuff i'm pretty sure that like made it like a little like safe and stuff but miriam was an awesome thinker and she was awesome at planning like cool like smart ideas but anyways so those are her strengths she has a strong personality and she was also considered a leader she supported her brothers and she was a quick thinker and she had a brilliant mind and brilliant plans so here are her weaknesses so she had a desire for personal glory which led her to question god um miriam rebelled not only against moses moses's authority but also god's and like i said in the beginning like since moses was called by god to lead the people out of egypt and god talked to him and then eventually his siblings started going against him about that they were basically rebelling against god as well because moses was not doing it for him he was doing it for the lord's people and the lord um i believe if moses had not been a special friend of god miriam would have died there God Moses's relationship with God was probably a lifesaver for Miriam because if that was not it Miriam probably would have died from leprosy so definitely something that Miriam should be extremely grateful for and I'm pretty sure she was after all that stuff but anyways and of course I believe she had a slight of jealousy just a slight but like i said we all get jealous sometimes and that's something we all need to work on so what are some life lessons we can learn about or from miriam is god doesn't need our advice he calls us to trust and obey him when we grumble and complain we show that we think we can handle the situation better than god do not be miriam in that way Because 
I'm just saying, if we take stuff in our own hands, it's not this in the go good. Like I said in Sarah, if we try to take stuff in our own hands, it's not going to go the way we want it. Do not tell God what to do. God's got this. He know what he doing. He don't need you to put your two cents in. He just needs you to trust and obey him. And that's what we should all do. And we should all learn. And we should all learn from Miriam. But that is all I got today. I hope this helped in some way. I don't think I did that good today. But I tried, y'all. I promise I did. Um, just remember to trust and obey God and let him handle every situation that comes your way. So, bye, y'all. Oh, wait. Let us pray. Lord, I just want to thank you so much for today's lesson. We can relate so much to Miriam in every possible way. Lord, I just pray that we let you handle situations that come our way, Lord. And that we just trust and obey you when you tell us to do something or when you tell us you're going to do something. Lord, again, I thank you so much for loving me and for caring for me. And again, for allowing us to have the freedom to come here and worship and talk about you and to dive into your word. Lord, I just ask you to protect us now as we go on about our day. And help, if it's your will, we be here Thursday in your dear most kind, gracious, holy name. Amen. Bye, guys. And remember, Jesus loves you. And thank you so much for listening.